0: four one and a good what are we wednesday morning streaming live ksgf.com one of the big uh, items of discussion shortly today well it's got to be a couple biden it, it was revealed to to say at a fundraiser that if trump wasn't running he didn't know that he would even be running he's this uh almost a reluctant warrior martyr complex that Biden is putting forth, that he has to save the country from dying. If it weren't for Donald Trump, he would not be running. Last night, and and just be prepared, prepare yourself. Donald Trump did a town hall with Sean Hannity. And, you know... Sometimes Donald Trump says things, I I, I firmly believe, just to get a reaction out of the other side. And of course, the the consistent projection of Democrats accusing Trump of being a dictator. And he quipped last night, like, well, maybe on day one, I'm going to close that border and just drill, drill, drill. But after that, uh, I, I won't be a dictator any longer joking about being about just getting that done on day one just doing it be prepared because this is going to be a a a consistent narrative of uh, the the left and the media that trump has admitted that he's going to be a dictator <laughs> just i you prepare yourself what are the other notable remarks that uh he made well, I I suppose it's not necessarily notable but he he says uh, he does not believe Biden is going to be the nominee that 11 months from now the guy already is just physically uh, he's just got tremendous problems and mentally he has tremendous problems and it's uh, not something that that Trump sees as as Being realistic, to to think that Biden's actually 11 months from now going going to be able to be that nominee, uh, when it comes to going to the to the polls and having his name there on the ballot. So of course, you know the question is who. And he talks about Newsom and and Kamala. Uh, Yesterday also, there was some. We're going to play audio. uh, Senator Josh Hawley with Christopher Ray specifically on the targeting of Catholics and confronting Christopher Ray's past testimony that the FBI does not do such a thing. And of course they do and they have. Um, pretty heated exchange. There were a, a number of um, moments yesterday that just were a horrific reflection of where we are as a country and you had uh, testimony from the heads of Harvard of MIT of Penn um, that were being essentially grilled about anti-semitism and and these are campuses in which and we've seen across the country Jew, Jewish students having to barricade themselves um, in in libraries and classrooms as there are chants and calls for the elimination of the of the Jewish race and the position of these, Presidents of these universities are like, well, it, it only violates the code of conduct if it turns into action. This is how Nazi Germany happened. For those of us who grew up in a time saying, how on earth could a people have allowed... What happened to the Jewish people, how, how, how on earth? We are watching it. When you have the heads of universities saying, well, calling for the genocide of Jews, that, that doesn't even violate their university code of conduct when it comes to, quote, bigotry or bullying, that you have to actually eliminate the Jewish people in order for it to violate their code of conduct. That's what they, t- they testified to that yesterday. This is how you slow walk genocide. This is how you slow walk the elimination of people. You downplay the path there. Well, I mean, sure, you may have thousands of students marching in the uh, through the halls of the universities calling for genocide, but uh, you know, until they actually do it, we don't have a problem. Of course. When you do have a problem, I suppose the, quote, problem is solved, isn't it? The final solution has been played out. Unfortunately, at universities in this country that are partially funded by our tax dollars, Jewish people have to be completely annihilated before there's any accountability. It's quite inconvenient for Jewish students, of course. There was a vote yesterday to condemn anti-Semitism in the House. One hundred Democrats voted present. Would not vote to condemn anti-Semitism. This is how it happens. And this is where, sadly, the Democrat Party has taken us in 2023. And some of you folks better wake up. This is not a few bad apples. This is the Democrat Party 2023. Now, you may may not, if you are somebody who donates and votes to Democrats, this may not be you, but if it's not, this is your party. This is your party running the universities. This is your party that has a hundred members of Congress refusing to vote to condemn anti-Semitism. When you look back and you ask yourself, how is it that the German people, these good people, allowed these things to happen? What are you doing today? Are you continuing to support the people who are, who are justifying the calls for the elimination of the Jewish people? Are you one of them? There needs to be some serious self-reflection, because I think that even amongst many people who recognize that there has been, for some time, an anti-Semitism problem within the Democrat Party in this country, I think for even some of those folks, it's much worse than they imagine. It is a culturally, culturally significant thing happening in this country today. And it's being covered up. The testimony, the vile, horrific, chilling testimony that took place yesterday for the heads of MIT, Harvard, and Penn, saying that the calling of the elimination of Jews isn't a violation of their code of conduct unless it actually happens. That should have been the lead news item on every single network in this country. What a horrific place the left has turned this country into. What a horrific place. We've got a lot to cover this morning. If you do miss any of it, don't worry. Because you will be able to catch it in podcast form. KSGF.com, the KSGF app, wherever it is that you get your podcast. Most likely, it shall be there. We have a look at the weather coming up in a moment. The American Transmissions talk and text line is 447-KSGF. And now the latest news update. From Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. This week, Springfield City Council has discussed extending mayoral terms from two to four years as Mayor Ken McClure is wrapping up his current and final term. A vote on a mayoral term extension won't take place until early next year. Council members also heard an hour-long presentation about the results of a year-long housing study in Springfield. The study finds home ownership has declined 17% from 2010 to 2020. Many of the cheapest homes in the city are also being purchased by people who could afford more expensive homes, leaving those low-income residents out of luck. A more in-depth presentation on that housing study is expected to be released online soon. And this Thursday at 10 on Fox, catch our investigative special that wraps up some of our biggest stories our team has followed this year. From Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. First alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements. From color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Sunshine 54 today, 39 for low tonight. A bit warmer tomorrow, even. Mm, sunny with a high of 63. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. And I don't care about the presents. All right, everyone. Okay, okay. Joe Biden's comments about only running again. If Trump is in the race, has everybody talking? Monday, Biden had nothing scheduled. Tuesday, he just had a campaign event in Boston on the calendar. Then he often calls an early lid in his days, of course. A lid is when reporters are told there's no point in hovering around the White House any longer because... The president's not going to be doing anything at, at all you know oftentimes and that doesn't mean necessarily a, a press conference that he's not going to be doing that but what happens is if the president's working there are people that are assigned to be on, on call if you will just in case something comes up something happens uh, the, so, there's some sort of release that comes out of the White House because the president, you know, wor- you, in, in any given working day, things pop up and so forth. A lid is, hey, the president's just, he's not going to be working anymore today. So you don't have to worry about any news coming out of the White House today. So you can just go home. It's just it's to give you a heads up. And many times it's before noon that <laughs> the White House, like he's, he's, it's nappy time. Biden said that, this was at a fundraiser in Boston, that if Trump wasn't running, I'm not sure I'd be running. We cannot let him win. Now, this is the martyr, hero complex. Joe Biden, he just doesn't even know. Maybe he's reflecting on the fact that he's old and he can't, but by gosh, Someone has to it's like Batman. That one Bat you know, there's that one Batman episode, it's one of the just considered to be one of the best ones. The hero that we need. You know, it's sort of reluctant and isn't necessarily something that Biden wants to do, but but the world needs him right now. And so he's gonna stand up. He doesn't he probably wouldn't even be doing it if it were not for the 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 dangers of Donald Trump but he is our batman and he is going to stand up and he is going to save us all which of course if he's the only one in the democrat party that can do that because presumably that's what he's saying right that if trump weren't running for president because trump needs to be stopped this is this is his presentation here and and so if The only reason he is running is because Trump has to be stopped. That's, I mean, the position clearly is that Biden believes he's the only one that can beat Trump. Because if the goal here is to stop Trump from getting elected president, could it not be anyone? Well, according to Biden, it has to be him. He he is the one. This is the only reason that he's probably going to do it is to stop Trump. That says a lot about the Democrat party today, right? This, of course, is going to cause a lot of uh, chatter about his commitment, and it opens the windows for a number of other discussions. Number one, is this an admission that perhaps he doesn't plan on actually serving out his term? If his stated goal here for running for president isn't because I have plans for the next four years. It isn't because there are things that we have started that I need to make sure get finished, and that's why I'm running. If Biden's purpose for running is not because in the next four years we anticipate a number of obstacles being thrown in uh, our way as the American people. And I believe that me and the people that I surround myself with, we have the answers for this. It's for one purpose and it's just to stop Trump. Okay. Well then once that happens, if it does in his plan here, all right, he runs because he believes he's the only one who can stop Trump, which is why he's running. And then he gets elected. All right, you've done it. So now what? Is this signaling? And this is a valid question to ask the man. Incidentally, Biden says a lot of things that are incoherent, that are not attached to reality. And frankly, if he were asked what he meant by this, and I'm not saying this to be mean or to poke fun, I think there's a very good chance he wouldn't even remember that he said it. This is the sort of thing I could just see, you know hear him mumbling through and and not having really it's not some revelation about a deep thought that he had that this this is really deeply seated in the reason that he's running and it was some massive revelation to where it's part of who he is and so any given moment being asked about it he's gonna even remember all this. this could have just been a rambling moment once again for joe biden but that being said a very obvious to me question to ask him. If that is why he's running, then do you, uh, do you have plans to fully serve out your term if your goal is only to stop Trump from becoming president? I anticipate that there is also going to be this Chatter, though I don't believe it will amount to much about a deal. I can just hear it now. Democrats who force themselves to not be completely naive recognize that potentially there's a problem with Joe Biden, you know, running for president. And of course, they hate Trump. I cannot imagine that there will not be some discussion floating out there about, well, maybe what if Biden, if, if this is really Biden's number one goal, what if Biden and Trump or what if Republicans and Democrats came together and make made an agreement that neither of these two, that both of them drop out of the race or just start openly speculating, would Trump agree? to drop out of the race. And, and you know the way the minds of the, the left, they, they just are so obsessed with Trump. Everything is about making him not be president any longer, whatever it is, throw him in prison, throw his supporters in prison, throw his attorneys in prison. I can hear it now, and, and frankly, we've heard Democrats on, quote, news programs like The View talk about this before. Well, what if a deal was made that the Department of Justice would drop the charges against him, that these prosecutors would drop charges against him if if he decided not to run, which of course is an acknowledgment for, I mean, you think about that scenario they're proposing, which is ultimately and realistically if you continue to run, we will continue to try to throw you in prison. But if you don't, we won't. They've openly talked about that as a potential solution regarding the Trump issue. I imagine there. this is, if it plays out, the discussion, this is how it's going to play out. You're going to get some sort of editorial in the Atlantic or in you know, the Washington Post Somebody who is considered a brilliant mind a solution maker that could see this path forward, and they're going to throw out there this suggestion. They will acknowledge that I know that this probably isn't realistic, but wouldn't it be wonderful if, if there was an agreement, But wouldn't that be a great moment for America that we could look back on a moment of coming together where Joe Biden says, I will not run if, if Donald Trump does not run and we can reset and start over and begin the healing. And don't misunderstand me, You would not hear something like that from the Washington Post or the New York Times or the Atlantic or Salon uh, because they don't want Joe Biden to be president, but because they fear Joe Biden can't keep Trump from becoming president. And in that fear would suggest that this could be a possible solution. And then they could put their targets on DeSantis or Haley or whomever it would be that would turn into the front runner. And... Uh, to the amazement of some establishment Republicans would, would treat them in the exact same manner that they do Trump. And when you get that piece out there by some brilliant mind, then it'll get talked about all over the place and whether that is something that could happen, couldn't happen. Of course, we'll all be told that the only reason it couldn't happen is because Trump is... Just really set upon being a dictator. (laughs) Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. Meanwhile, Joe Biden is expected to hit the campaign trail this week. While average Americans are suffering, the income gap continues to grow. It takes around $12,000 more. For the average family in this country to have the same standard of living when it comes to food and shelter as it did when Biden became president. I mean, the average family, I think 80% of Americans now say that they are negatively impacted by the policies. Who is it that Biden's going to be out there with campaigning? Well, of course, rich celebrities. Because they don't, they aren't, you, you don't have to explain to Steven Spielberg why it cost him so much more to buy groceries. This is the inconvenience of having policies that are extremely impacting on the average person's life in a negative way. Is they sometimes expect answers you go to a town hall meeting and they're going to be like hey (laughs) things are pretty bad yet you continue to say they're great so what's up so what do you do and this isn't uncommon by the way you surround yourself with um your people if you will the people who have not been negatively impacted by your policies, the people who have benefited from your policies. And if you notice, there's a real stark difference between the people that Trump surround himself when it comes to that, the people who have benefited from his policies, uh, they're working people, blue-collar people. Joe Biden, he has to go to extremely rich, uber-wealthy left-wing individuals, most of which are in Hollywood. Because as I've said... When you are a left winger, when you're a Democrat, or, or reverse that. When you are really, 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 when you have the sort of money that I, it, you just you can throw it away and not even know about it. You don't. You don't know what your grocery budget is. You don't. You have people that handle your money. You can afford Democrat policies. The Associated Press reporting that Biden is going to spend most of his week going to fundraising events across the country with Hollywood celebrities like James Taylor, Steven Spielberg, Shonda Rhimes, according to the AP. Biden plans to travel Tuesday to Boston for three separate campaign fundraising events with one featuring a performance by singer-songwriter James Taylor, who plans to perform a song titled You Got a Friend in Joe. (laughs) Yeah, you are a... 0.01 0.01 percenter. The president <clears throat> is set to then stop in DC on Wednesday for another campaign reception. Friday, Biden will travel out to Los Angeles for his uh, first of two campaign receptions over the weekend. One will be at celebrity interior designer Michael Smith's house, where feature film director Steven Spielberg, Barbara Streisand, and scandal actress Shonda Rhimes will attend along with other Hollywood celebrities. The AP reported performer Lenny Kravitz is expected to sing at the event. What does this tell you? Again, when you are in an election season and you are with an audience, you have to be in a friendly audience. You have to be surrounding yourself with people who have benefited from your policies because you don't want the uncomfortable position of having people surrounding you saying, what's up? Things are bad. What are you going to do about it? And again, you look at the people that, 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 that rally around Donald Trump, average Americans. Joe Biden has to go to Hollywood, California. He has to go to these, these, these events where you have the rich Hollywood elites in order to find a friendly crowd. What does that tell us, you know, wise people recognize that you can identify a lot about a person based on whom they surround themselves with. Springfield's Talk 1041. i I'm Nick. Reed. First alert forecast sponsored by Wolfpack Cleaners, your residential and commercial cleaning professionals. Uh, Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt, sunny 54 today, clear 39 tonight, tomorrow sunshine 63. The American Transmissions talk a text line would love a presidential version of Undercover Boss where Biden takes my budget, my income, and tries to live in the inflation he created. That would be fun, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Where, he, yeah, all right, living my life. This is how, this is my budget. First off, you'd have to explain the concept of budget. Like, oh, okay, budget. Um. No, you have to stay within it. And then you can't just randomly blame other people when you want to go outside of the budget and claim that they're trying to starve children. Uh, this is your budget you, you've got to live within this <sighs> I, I don't know that the Republicans will and I don't I don't know that Trump will Trump has his own way of doing things. But I I just think there's a real opportunity here to highlight the fact once again. I mean, if if I'm Trump or I'm DeSantis or I'm Nikki, any of these people, I am going to really juxtapose my rallies with blue collar workers, average families, average, you know, just normal middle class America, while Joe Biden is there with the Steven Spielbergs and the Lenny Kravitz and, and these elites that's where he has to go the, the, the these are the people that are the friendly audience to him I'm telling ta- and, and because of the help of the media the stereotype still clings but I, I'm telling you when I was a kid and and younger even it was just such a non-discussion that republicans were the rich fat cat wealthy people while democrats were the uh, party of the working man and you just look at 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 the complete 180 degree turn these two parties have done look, look at look at their supporters Look at the the rallies the pe- and and look when it comes to getting the real support and the and the friendly audience look at where they go. And for the Biden administration it's Hollywood celebrities and guess they are the ones that are going to be telling us to vote for him again. The people who have not been negatively impacted by his policies. Because they're uber, uber rich. They don't care how much a gallon of milk is. They don't care how much it costs to fill up their SUV or their private jet. You you and I can't, while they can't comprehend our world, we can't comprehend I mean, We can recognize it. But to really know what it's like day to day and not ever imagine that. You just, ne- you don't even know really until your accountant quarterly says oh here's what we got going on here we're investing this over here uh and and you probably i've seen this portrayed this is the only reason i know it even happens where somebody who's a celebrity they want to make a massive purchase and they call their guy saying hey i'm gonna buy this you know 2.5 million dollar vehicle i know that's not in my monthly budget but you know i just want to give you a heads up on it and they're like well you really shouldn't do that or this a lot of this stuff came up during um We've heard about it with Nicolas Cage and, and I think Johnny Depp also that people that handled his money for him were talking about the frustration of the fact that he just kept spending. And, and they would sometimes try to warn him, hey, um, you're, you're going to find yourself in financial trouble. Nick Cage for the longest time, Nicolas Cage, i not call him Nick Cage like I know him. He, he would buy castles. He, he just had so much. There, there was no limit to it. In his mo- there was no budgeting. That's how these people live. And I'm not condemning that, but it gives you insight as to why it is they have the luxury of supporting Democrats because it doesn't matter what happens. They're still flying wherever they want to fly. They still live in, in neighborhoods or on plots of land where they don't have to walk over human feces, worry about being accosted or stabbed with a hypodermic needle. Now you have to worry about that. They don't have to worry about it. They just get to feel virtuous because they're voting for someone who says that he's going to save democracy. He's going to save the country from a dictator and they just don't like Donald Trump anymore. They liked him back when they felt like he could benefit them social status wise. Oh yeah, they'd pay him to come to weddings. They'd pay him to come to events. They wanted to have pictures taken with them, they'd throw parties, they'd want him to come to the parties. The moment that they felt that they didn't have any personal use out of him, however, and that he demonstrated policies that were going to <coughs> not cater to their need to feel virtuous, But instead, what is actually meaningful and going to make the country better for lower class and middle class Americans? Well, they don't have any use for that. They have no use for that at all. It's quite telling. There was a poll that has, I think this has been done before. And it is a poll that says, yeah, Trump is doing well now, but voters, many of his own supporters say that if he's found guilty of something, then he's in real trouble. They won't support him. I don't think that it's a coincidence that these things are starting to come back up now that he is consistently showing in the polls, swing states and national vote, that he would beat Joe Biden. And the and the lead keeps growing. We're outside Martin Geneva now. It's six, seven points. Nationally. Remember and I know polls are polls. But it's clear that the Democrats and the media are are beginning to get concerned about this because what they're doing is they're trying to find all these different ways. They're, they're, they're gauging, all right, how what can happen in order for Trump to lose? And so you, you're going to start seeing more of these polls that are done. Well, if Trump's convicted of this, would you still support him? And if that really looks bad for him, they're really going to promote that out there. I don't buy into it, and I, I just want to explain that. I, I don't think it's for any reasons of trickery or smoke and mirrors. It's much more simple than that. And I could be wrong, but I just give you my thoughts on that. Coming up here, the American Transmissions Talk at Text Line 447 KSGF. I'm Nick. Rita Myers, everyone. Thank you. You're, if you're welcome. Planning on doing some firearm shopping for Christmas, what? Quick Draw Gun in Monet. One of my favorite things about Quick Draw Gun is they get to know you and you don't get lost in the shuffle. And that was really important to me, especially since I was down there purchasing my first firearm a couple months ago. They really took the time to listen to me. They helped me narrow down my options and I couldn't be happier with my purchase. Now, if you're looking for a knowledgeable shop with just some of the friendliest employees that you can tell that they genuinely love their job and they truly are experts in their industry, look no further than Quick Draw Gun in Monette. Now you can find all of that contact information for Quick Draw, their store hours, and directions to their shop under the Sarah's endorsements tab at ksgf.com. There is a a, a poll that came out, and I, I don't have it in front of me. The actual numbers aren't important to the point, but it's a poll that says that uh, while yes, Trump is is doing well in the polls nationally, beating Biden swing states beating Biden, if he's convicted of something, that's all going to change. I suspect that we're going to see more of those polls. Part of it is for the left to feel better, because they're they are they're, they're beginning to get very, very worried. It's part of the reason they're ramping up the rhetoric that Trump is Hitler, Trump is a dictator— the same sort of rhetoric that they recognize have led to their supporters trying to assassinate Supreme Court justices and Republican members of Congress. They know what they're doing and they may play coy and well. we condemn all violence and we would never want, but they know what the results are. They can't be naive. They can't pretend that we have no idea that our supporters have used our words as justification to try to kill conservative Supreme Court members. We had no idea that our supporters, specifically a Bernie Sanders campaign volunteer, believed our rhetoric and that's the reason he tried to kill as many Republican members of Congress as possible. They cannot pretend to not know this. They know. So it's clear whether they start ramping this rhetoric up again. They're panicking. Anything that can make them feel better, like a poll, for example, that says that Trump would lose massive amounts of support if he's actually convicted of something, that, that they're going to cling to those things. Now, does it mean that it isn't true? It doesn't mean that it's not true. But here's what I do know. You're asking people to gauge their reaction to something that no American has ever been through before. Because we have lived in a free country that did not have leaders, that that behaved as dictators, we did not have to worry about having presidential challengers. Or, you know, candidates as Trump is challenging the current president facing prison time. But this is a new country we live in, and the Democrats have gone full totalitarian. And, as I mean, we see it not just with Trump, the leading contender, the leading opposition candidate, but with citizens, Catholics, pro-life Americans, Trump supporters. I mean, they're still rounding them up. So when you ask Americans if this individual here is found guilty of whatever, doesn't matter, whatever, would you still support him for president? You're asking people to imagine a scenario that they've never actually been in. And frankly, it's a largely emotional one. I believe that one just instinctively, a lot of people... Will answer that question. Well, no, I, I still would not support him for a number of reasons. Why, it just because they don't want to sound like they're some sort of radical. They don't want to sound like, you know, well, they're just going to think that I'm some sort of cult member no matter what Trump does. And and it just sounds like the right answer, frankly. It sounds, you have a lot of people that aren't necessarily wholly attached to Trump. In fact, the portion of the population that would answer, uh, no, I would. I, I, yes, I'm supporting him now, but I would not in those circumstances. Those are not going to be your hardcore Trump supporters. Those are going to be more the average American that is likely to vote for Trump simply because things are going horrible right now in the country and the world. And Joe Biden, they recognize, is responsible for much of it, particularly when it comes to the economy here. I believe if if the time comes and you know, Trump is found guilty of something, some of those same people are going to wake up the next morning and you're still going to have Trump running for president. You're still going to have the media attacking him. You're still going to have Trump noting that it is a witch hunt. And they're still going to have trouble paying their bills. And so while Right now, it's this hypothetical and it's a recognition that that's something we've never been through. And it seems like an obvious answer. I believe that a lot of people who are not necessarily hardcore Trump supporters, but say they're going to vote for him because they think, you know, that they recognize things were better under Trump. uh, But say, well, if he got convicted of something, I probably would not. When it got closer to the election would begin to really think to themselves, what actually, what difference does it make that he was convicted? They're after him all the time anyway. They've said from the beginning this was their goal. This is what they wanted to do. Do I really want to continue down this path of destruction for our country? Can I really afford to lose more of my retirement? Can I really afford to lower my standard of living even more? All to vote against him because the people who campaigned on putting him in prison have found him guilty of something. I don't think that now there may be some Americans that do stick with that, but I think that a large portion, I'd say a majority of Americans who are asked to imagine themselves in that that scenario, one that they've never been in, if it actually came and went, would not have quite the impact on them that they think that it does. But the economy does, the Biden policies, those things do have a negative impact on them and that they would just find themselves thinking, well, why should I not vote for the betterment of my family simply because they finally did what they said that they were going to do, and that is to get Trump on anything they can. Springfield's Talk 1041, i I'm Nick Reed. Garage experts, it is truly... Like adding a new livable room to your home without having to actually add the room. Whenever you get an assessment of your home, um, like the, the value, I'm not talking about the assessor's office, but you want to know how much your home's worth and what do, what do you see it? Even in listings online, it's per square foot, right? Oh, it's a buck 68 per square foot, 203 per square foot, a1.08 per square foot. Have you ever done the math on the amount of square footage in your garage? How much additionally that cost? Yet it is a room that we put vehicles in, we put cardboard boxes in. So many of us use it just almost as a uh, just toss stuff in it room. With Garage Experts, it can be a room, a point of pride. I know mine is. It's one that I show people when I come to the home for the first time. Whether it is the high-quality epoxy flooring with the process, customized storage, they can do a tremendous job for you and take a room that you have already paid for and transform it as if you've added a complete new livable area in your home that's Garage Experts. You can find them under Nick's endorsements. At KSGF.com. Coming up, wanna play uh some audio. Senator Josh Hawley grilling FBI Director Ray over the targeting of Catholics in this country, plus much more. I'm Nick Reed.